Well, thank you. You know what's funny? I'm going to give you guys a little secret before I start. So Steve Harvey, he wrote 300 things he want from God and he like forgot about it. I have a list in my notes of 300 things that I want. I want it from God. And one of the things, and it's so crazy how it's happening right now, because one of the things that I had from God was to, if I'm pregnant, make sure I have beautiful pregnancy. Like I look good pregnant and that's what's happening. So I want to tell you guys this right now. Like after you go up this live or if you just happen to swipe away, I want you to make a list of 300 things you want from God. Make it with pure intentions and don't make it feeling like you need to have it now. Just make it and just watch the universe do its thing. Because a lot of things that I wanted, like as far as having a podcast, I didn't even know I was going to get to this point of even having a podcast. You get what I'm saying? So what I'm saying to you is just make a list of 300 things you want from God and watch watch miracles happen. Think of the big things and the little, little details, whether it be to have a healthy weight, have good skin, have longer hair. Those little things add up as well to the 300 things you want from God list. Okay. Welcome back to the Next Door Podcast. I am Bestie Next Door, and I'm like your bestie next door. If you like your tea to be extra, extra sweet, then this place is not for you because we like our tea to be sweet and bitter. Sweet enough that it goes down, bitter enough to wake us up. Now, guys, let me give you some tea. My man had bought me the iPhone 15. The iPhone 15 has the same charger as the new MacBooks. So now, because of that, I can connect this microphone directly to my phone which is something I've been dying to do I'm so excited about that I can't even lie I'm so excited about that so today you know I usually have my little water or whatever so today I have this peach and mango carbonated flavor drink and it's my first time trying this so we're gonna crack it open and we're gonna try and of course you know I gotta be fancy you guys know I'm fancy thank you for the heart I got my little wine glass or whatever and we're gonna crack it open And even though it's carbonated, I'm still going to do my little fancy thing because, you know, I miss drinking my wine or whatever. And for a sip. This is really good. And I'm not really like a peach person, but this is really, really good. So anyways, before we get into the topic of today... If you're looking for the guide to level up in seduction, you can find it on OneSecretRoom.com. On OneSecretRoom.com, I also want to mention this because I forget to mention this all the time. There are different bundles. They have the Rich Girl Bundle where in the Rich Girl Bundle, it's like the Sugar Daddy Playbook, How to Hypnotize a Man. It has a whole bunch of different things. And also the High Value Woman Bundle, which includes the High Value Woman Workbook, the High Value Woman Audiobook, How to Look Expensive. All these things are in the bundle as well. And the Guide to Level Up and Seduction is also available now on OneSecretRoom.com. In the Level Up Guide, it's also is both ebook and audio. So the audio is about 10 minutes about seduction. And the ebook has about, I think, like 120 something pages, but it's really, really good. I really recommend you guys to invest and get these books. It really will help you in your journey of leveling up and becoming that girl. I mean, look at me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm primary example of the things that I be telling you guys. Anyways, so today we're gonna talk about how to know how to know if you're ready to have a baby and should you have his baby or not. This is really important. You know why this is so important? Because I feel like 
a lot of women fall victim of becoming baby mamas and there's nothing wrong with it. I don't want to look down on, you know, if you are a mother of a child and you guys are not married. I don't want to look down on that. That's not the point. The point is this, right? Because the reason why I want to talk about this is because I I see a lot of comments that would say, not a lot, but I see a few women come on my um, TikTok page and talk about, oh, um, it's given high level escort, right? And when I see these type of things, it's kind of like this, right? You need to guard your womb, right? You A lot of women like to just feel like, oh, well, if you are asking a man for money or a man is giving you money while you're sleeping with him, you're a prostitute or you're an escort. But it's like this. I'd rather deal with a man that I know that can provide something for me before me even having his kid. So I know that if it were to happen, I know I'm good. But the thing is, is a lot of women ignore the red flags. Like, for example... If you are currently in a situation with a guy, right, and a guy is telling you he does not want you to have this child, sis, the best father is Jesus. Don't force a man to have a child with you if he doesn't want to have a child. Majority of the women will sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to have the child for me. And then when the father is not there, all of a sudden he's a deadbeat. He's not a deadbeat. He told you what he wanted from the beginning. You can't force a man to be where he doesn't want to be. If he doesn't want you, he's making it clear and evident that I don't want this and I don't want to be with you. I don't want it with you. Save yourself the time, the stress, the energy. First of all, think of it like this, woman to woman. Why would you want to give your precious, precious, precious womb to a guy that isn't deserving of it? When there's so many other guys that are praying for a woman like you, who who's fertile, who's wanting to be a mom, that's ready to be a father, why would you want to give your womb to a guy that's a deadbeat? There's no point in that. You get what I'm saying? So be very careful about your womb. I'm going to give you an example for myself. Like, if I, I remember I told you guys about my last, thank you for the gifts, guys. Remember I told you guys about my last ex-fiance that I had to rob, my narcissistic ex-fiance? Just think of it like this. Imagine if I had a kid with him. It would be so hard for me to leave that man. It would literally be so hard for me to leave him. So the point that I'm making is this. Be very careful with your womb. Even if it doesn't even matter, like, when women say, oh, it's giving prostitutes, giving prostitutes, giving escorts. Yeah, I'd rather it give that because it's high class, babes. Then they're giving low class and me laying down with a guy that cannot provide for me. And then all of a sudden I'm having his kid and I have to work and struggle. You get what I'm saying? Hello. Because that's the wor- that's really honestly the one of the worst things is having a kid for the wrong guy. Two things is the worst thing. Two things for me. I don't do ugly rich guys. I don't do it. I'm sorry. Some women may do it. I just don't do it. I don't do ugly rich guys. That's not my thing. Because you know what? If a man can find a woman that looks beautiful, then why can't I find what I'm looking for as well? I don't do ugly rich guys, and I don't do guys that don't provide for me before. If I'm going to have your child, if I'm having a child with a guy, it's most likely because the guy takes really good care of me. I see him good as a father. I see him fit as a husband. These are all the things that are important. And that brings me to my next thing. You know, a lot of women rush into marriage and rush into being a wife or a fiance. And I could say this from experience because this is like the second goal for me, right? You know, women have this mindset of, oh, he needs to propose to me in six months. Everything needs to be moving fast, fast, fast. You got to look at it like this. When you are dating a guy, right? Because first of all, two things, laying down, having sex with a guy and dating a guy, you need to also be 
in, in the interview process. And what do I mean by interview process? I mean that you need to watch and see if he's a he's husband material and he'll be a good father, right? Two, two things. Those are the two most important things when you are dating a guy. Is he going to be a good husband and is he going to be a good father? You're not going to be able to tell if a guy's going to be a good husband or a father in three months. I, I'm sorry. You're not, it's not, it's not possible. It's going to take you years because I'm telling you, these men have poker face. They know how to play. I'm telling you, they know how to play. Some of these men will sit there and play poker face with you and all of that and get you pregnant just to make you struggle. I'm telling you, it happens so much. Some of these guys, you'll think that, oh my God, I thought I knew him. It was two, three months. And next thing you know, you're pregnant with his kid and he's making you struggle by yourself. You don't want to be in that situation. So you have to really analyze the guy you're dating. Don't only think about you. Like, I know that most of the time, a lot of... um us on TikTok or creators talk about being a woman, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And you know how to be a good woman for a man, blah, 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 blah. But as you're being a good woman for a man, you need to also see if he's a good man for you. So it's not only about securing the ring. You want to secure the ring so you can secure the marriage. You don't want to just have the ring to say you're married and then your husband is all full of shit. Like he's garbage. He's not even your type. He, his attitude doesn't match your, his personality doesn't match your personality. All those things matter a lot. So before thinking in your head, cause I see, sometimes I see creators talk about, Oh, you know, you have to wait. He has to marry me. He has to engage you in three months. Sir, ma'am, I can't know a guy in three months to know if he's going to be a good husband to me or not. So I'm sorry. It takes me longer than that, to be honest. That happened to me the first time. See, the first time when I was like 24, I'm going to read you guys questions. When I was like 24, that happened to me the first time. I almost made that mistake. So when I tell you guys the things I'm telling you guys, I'm talking from experience. I'm not talking from, oh, I think I know everything. I'm talking from straight up experience. Some people may have luck where they meet a guy in four months and it works out really well. They end up together for 10 years. However, that how often does that happen? How often does it happen? And when that do happen, it's because the guy is ready. However, you... Marrying in four months, three months, or having a kid for, for someone in three, four months is not ideal. I'm telling you, it's not ideal based off experience. I'm telling you. So don't rush to be married. Don't rush to be engaged. It's weird that it was showing that it was good. And then I don't know what what the hell happened. I, why your man and your friends shouldn't be so close. So I'm going to let you guys warm up, get back in here, share the live, like the live. I don't know what's wrong with my internet. I hope my internet is good now. The second half of what we're going to talk about is why you shouldn't really allow like your men or who you talk to or your man be too close to your friends. Now, I want to elaborate on that particular video that I posted. When I had posted that video, I wasn't saying it from a place of like insecurity or like maybe you should feel insecure about your friends meeting your man. Because of course you want your, your friend to know who you're dealing with, right? Just to have an idea like, oh, hey, David, or, you know, oh, hey, Tiffany, you know, that kind of thing. But I'm talking about like when they're best friends. You know how, all right, you know how sometimes while right, you're talking to a guy, because us women, we fall guilty of sometimes telling our friend too much information. And sometimes when you tell your friend too much information, you never know if she's rating you, right? Like let's say if you have a guy that spends a lot of money on you, he does a lot of good things for you. Keep your 
closed. Keep your mouth closed. You don't have to tell your friend everything. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you want to just like tell somebody, but let them see it more than you just tell them, right? Because now what tends to happen, what tends to happen is this. Let's say, for example, you have a guy spending a lot of money on you and your friend doesn't have that same kind of like gift of the gab or like jazz that you have. It becomes a little envy, a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. And it's natural. It's not a bad thing. It's a natural thing for, uh, amongst women. So now when she meets your man, she's overly friendly. She's overly, you know, like, mm, hey, like trying to do too much. It happened to me before. So that's why I'm able to say the thing that I'm saying. Because truly, truly, when you mix your man and the man you fucking with your friend, it's never a good idea. Yes, your friend can know of the guy. Yes, your your man can know of the friend. Nothing is wrong with that. However, Allowing them to be too close to the point where your friend has your man number, your man has your friend number, that's too much. That's just too much. And that's what I mean by keep your mandem and friend separate. Keep your mandem and friend separate. Right? Exactly. Because, no, honestly, right? Am I lying, guys? There's some people that really, their friends will be like, oh, your man called me. He called me because he couldn't get through to you. Why is your man having your friend number? Why? I don't care. I don't care if you want to throw a surprise party. Bitch, don't have my man's number. I don't care if you want to throw a surprise party, whatever. Even, the friend may not even want to necessarily fuck your man, but it could be more so. Let's say, for example, you have a little side guy that you're talking to because maybe your man messed up and he you mad at him and you just have a little side guy all of a sudden you'll be so surprised that some of the information that you're telling your friend get back to the man so it's too much let them know of each other like oh tiffany oh david oh hey what's up cool nothing's wrong with that but the friend number and he oh we going out and he's texting the friend he's like oh where your friend at let's absolutely not absolutely not absolutely not so someone asks, how do I make him obsessed with me? I want you to think about this because anytime I give an answer, you guys know I always have a story, I always give you food for thought. When, how does a guy usually make you obsessed with him? How? Thank you, Jessica, for the rose. It's by being mysterious, by not giving you too much. It's by being absent. So anytime you think about, oh, how do I make a man obsessed with me? Think about how men usually make you obsessed with them. However men go about making you obsessed with them where you feel like, oh, my God, I really want to talk to him. Oh, my God, I really want to see him. Use the same tactics. That's the best answer I can give you. The best answer. Because, you know, men are so good with making women obsessed. So however a guy made you obsessed with him, use the same tactics. And I promise you, the guys are going to be obsessed. Okay, somebody asks, how do you ask for money? Now, I I don't know how else, I don't know, like, I don't know how many times I make the same video if I have to say, I have to, like, I don't know, it's until I, like, vomit, ask, hey, babe, I need money for X. If you're spreading your legs open for him, then you should be able to ask him for some money, period, period. But, however, you have to gauge a guy by his tax bracket. Because the thing is, is a lot of women go asking guys for money you know they don't have. And then you get mad and call them broke. Gauge him by his tax bracket. Know what he can afford. Not every guy can afford to give you $3,000. Not every guy can afford to give you $2,000. Gauge him by his tax bracket. Gauge him by his ta- tax bracket and know what you can ask him for. Don't go asking a guy who's only making $4,000 a month for $2,000. It's just, it's not... Like, that's not realistic. 
But you can ask him for maybe like three, a five hundred or four hundred dollars. He'll maybe give it to you if he can. You get what I'm saying? So always gauge guys by their tax bracket. If you know a guy can afford to give you two thousand, you ask him for that. If you know he can't afford to give you two thousand, don't ask him for that. Go for the guy you know that can give you that. But you gotta be the girl that looks like the girl that's receiving that. I hope you understand what I'm saying because I think one thing that women forget to understand is a man who has money also has a type. All of them have a type. So if you're just not their type, you're just not their type, and they won't spend on you. You have to understand that. Like, I, I'm always going to be realistic with you guys. You can't go around thinking that, oh, just because he has money, he's going to spend money on me. Some guys really would not spend money on you, and they just really want to just lay down with you and move on because they think you're cheap. So that's why packaging is so important. And I will always tell you guys this every single time. Packaging is so freaking important, the way you package yourself. Because if you package yourself like a cheap woman, a guy is going to treat you like a cheap woman it's all about packaging think about going to the grocery store when you're buying food or when you're buying something if the packaging doesn't look good or if the packaging is cheap you're not you're probably not going to want to get it you get what i'm saying so always think of it like that okay but do do but do you ask ladies always ask practice in the mirror record yourself yeah that's what i say all the guys okay listen for all the women right now that are scared to ask a guy for money any guy you're talking to right now just ask don't be scared to say, don't be scared to hear no don't be scared to hear no you may hear no from this guy but the next guy is going to say yes you get what i'm saying because me because me i'm not playing i'm gonna ask i i had i told you i said this before on one of my episodes i had a time in my life where i had a contact list full of guys and i would sit there and ask all of them for money and they would literally send me all money I literally could make at least five thousand. No, not five thousand. I'm lying. At least five hundred dollars in that day just by sitting at home, not seeing them, not seeing them a day in a day. So, yeah, you gotta not be scared. You gotta be confident. You gotta be confident. Excuse me. You gotta be confident. Be confident in yourself. Be confident in who you are. Be confident that you are deserving of it. This is why I tell you guys to get the level up guide. Level up. Package yourself like that girl. Like, package yourself like that girl. When you package yourself like that girl, it's going to be hard for a guy to just open his mouth and tell you no. Because why? He's trying to impress you. But most of the time, women are too busy in impressing a guy. Women are too busy trying to impress a guy instead of allowing him to impress you. Think about it. If a guy is dating Rihanna or one of these Instagram baddies with a whole bunch of followers, do you think she's going to go out her way to impress him? No, she's not going to go out her way to impress him. He's going to go out his way to impress her. Because why? Men are hunters. Hello. And they like to do the hunting. So allow them to hunt. Allow them to hunt. Stop trying to impress them. A lot of pick me shoes. Oh, I want to cook for him. I want to do this. I want to fold his clothes. Don't do none of that crap. None of that. None of that. Because you doing that is not going to make him give you money any faster. You doing that is not going to make him make your wife any faster. Trust me. If he wants you to be his wife, he will make you his wife. But you trying to, oh, I need to show him I can cook. I need to show him I can. He don't give a damn. He don't give a damn. He don't give a damn. No, when you guys ask me a question, I always like to elaborate and like get into get into it because you know I don't want to just give you a short answer. I really want you to feel and understand what I'm saying. Like, cause again, I'm your bestie next door. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we best friends. We online besties. All of you guys are my online besties. So ask me what you want to ask me. Ooh, Ashlyn asked a good question. When should you buy a man a gift? Now, a 
Okay, if you're dealing with a guy that has spent a certain amount of money on you, like let's say, for example, like he's done a lot, like he paid your rent before, he made sure your phone bill was on, or he did a whole bunch of things for you, the least you can do is buy him a gift. Like maybe it's his birthday or something. You know, you, I'm going to give you guys the truth. You don't want to be the woman that's take, 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 and you don't give. That's not the plan. If you have a guy that's spending money on you, don't be the woman that's take, 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 and feel like, oh, well, he has all this money, so he don't need nothing. Even you making the smallest gesture, like buying him, thank you for the rose, like buying him cologne or buying and saying, oh, babe, um, I see you have no boxers or, you know, or white T-shirts. Let me buy you this. Making the small gesture, all those little things count a lot. It does. It, exactly. 95.5. Exactly. All those things count a lot. You don't want to be the take, 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 and you don't do nothing. Like, because at that point, like, he's going to start feeling some type of way. He's going to start feeling like he's being used. And you never want a guy, you never want a man to feel used. You want him to feel good that he's spending money on you. You want him to feel like you're worth the investment, like you're a good investment. You don't want him to feel like you're just take, 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 take. He's losing. You have, that's, that's, let me tell you the truth. That's the real, real game. The real game is making a man feel good spending money on you. That's the real game. You don't want to make him feel like you're trying to use him. Because once a guy feel like you're using him, you know, guys be acting like they're so smart. They try to act, oh, I don't want to be used. They be trying to act all smart. You can't make them feel like you're using them. That's the trick. That's really the trick. Don't make them feel like you're using them. Make them feel good. Like, damn. I really want to spend $2,000 on this girl right now. I feel good doing it. That's the game. I feel good doing it. I feel good spending $2,000 on her. You don't want him to be like, no, I don't want to spend $2,000 on her because she's a user. You don't want him to feel like that. You'd be like, babe, yeah, the phone just came out. Or, babe, I just need this back. And the way you talk to him, the way you make him feel inside, he feels so good inside that... <sighs> The joy, he's so excited that he gets so excited that his wallet just opens up for you. That's how you want it to be. You get what I'm saying? Next question. So how can you know a man's a provider? You know a man is a provider based off of the first date. Like, you know he's a provider based off, like, the first encounter. Number one, is he? are you on a date with him and he's telling you, oh, take care of the tip? You know what I used to do? I used to do this. That's how I used to test guys. I used to test guys like this. If I go on a date with a guy, this is in the past. I'm giving y'all a little scoop. If I go on a date, usually nine times out of ten, most of the dates I go on is free. I don't go on dates with guys that I have to question if he's going to pay or not. Even though I know I can afford it myself, but I never, ever, ever, ever go on a date with a guy that I have to think twice about is he going to pay or not. I don't do that. That's not my style. Not my style. I make sure that I have he passed the interview process before I even go on a date with him. That's me. So what I used to do is this. You go on a date with a guy. You act like you're going to pay the tip. See if he's going to pay. See if he's going to be like, oh, babe, don't worry about it. I got the tip. If a man is generous to strangers, then he's going to be generous with you. Let me say that again. If a man is generous to strangers, he's going to be generous to you. So now I used to watch if guys leave tips. I used to watch to see if guy leave like a guy gives money out to valet. Those are the things I pay attention to. That's how I know like, oh, okay. If he's giving these people money, there's some money for me. He giving them some money, there's some money for me. But if a guy is just paying for the day, he's stingy. He ain't trying to budge. Then I know he's then I know like mm, he could be a provider, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's probably not as generous with his money 
as a guy who's like imagine you going on a date with a guy and he's giving out the waiter money he's giving the waiter a 40 or 20 he's giving valet 20 you could see that he's generous he's frugal with his money but a guy that's stingy like he's not trying to give nothing like oh nah oh i'm just paying day like let's say the date is 100 <laughs> this is the worst type of guy let's say the date is 100 100 and 25 cents and he gives exactly 125 cents girl you better ca- take your sandals dust it off and run to the left i promise you take your sandals and run to the left that is a cheap man any man that pays exact the exact amount of the date like the, the tab is one the, the tab is 115 80 cents the, the fact that this man have 80 cents in his pocket is a problem why do you even have 80 cents in your pocket why do you, first of all, you got to, you got to start paying attention to this stuff because it's like, why would you even have 80 cents in your pocket? So you couldn't round up. You couldn't even let, you couldn't even leave an extra $4. Come on. Come on. Nah, I'm sorry. He's cheap. He's cheap. I'll be like, thank you for the mail though. Thank you for the mail though. Thank you for the mail though. But it's giving cheap. Because you got 80 cents in your pocket. You walking in your pocket and your pocket is shaking. Your pocket is making noise. Why is your pocket making noise? Why? It, it, it's, I, I can't, listen, I can't deal with the guy that he's walking around with changing his pocket. His pocket is making noise. He, he, he's sitting down, change is falling out everywhere. He got 5 cents falling out, 25 cents falling out. I can't deal with that type of guy. I need to deal with a guy that only carries solid bills. Solid bills only. So if something is... 10, 18, he's rounding up to 10, 15. He's rounded up to like 10, 15 or 115. You, get, you guys get what I mean. You get what I'm saying? So that's how you know if he's a provider or not. You know from that, you know? Period. Mm-mm. We, we don't, listen, 2024, we're not dealing with no man that carry change in your pocket. If he got 80 cents, 25 cents, extra quarters, it's not giving that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a no for me. It's a hard pass. Thank you for the donut. It's a hard pass. It's a hard pass for me. Next, how long did it take you to change as a person with your man? Um, it took, first of all, it took, okay. So when it comes to, when you talk about change, I know you're probably talking about feminine and being who I am today, right? It took me having to identify my problems. Like I had to identify it. And I think that that's really important that we women have to hold ourselves accountable. So for example, like I was, I was masculine, you know, at one point, like I, w- I didn't want to ask for things and things like that. And I remember one time we got into an argument and this was like back, back, back before TikTok, back, back, back. He was like, Oh, you don't ask. So when he said that, I was like, damn, I don't ask. So I had to really go dive deep into my trauma. Like what was what is my trauma? Like, what is really affecting me? Why am I masculine? Why do I have fear of abandonment? And when I went down, 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 it went, it tied to my childhood with my father. You get what I'm saying? So you have to, when you're trying to change as a woman, you have to heal the, the past wounds, your old wounds that you never thought you even had. Those are the wounds you have to heal. Once you heal those wounds and you recognize that those are the problems, those are the holes in your boat, 
you'll start to become better day by day. But remember, it's a process. It's not something that happens overnight. Like, I didn't get like this overnight. It's a process. It's something that I had to learn. Like, it was more about learning, more about finding out who I am, doing a lot of meditation. People find meditation to be boring, but meditation really does help with connecting to your future self. Like, for example, how I look now, I manifested how I look now. You know, a lot of things, like, I didn't look like this now. Like, for example, I didn't have fillers before. I didn't have lip fillers before. Like, it's a drastic difference between me without lip fillers and how I look with lip fillers now. You get what I'm saying? So all these things is all about healing your trauma, knowing that, okay, what happened in my past relationships? You get what I'm saying? What happened in my past relationships and how can I be better as a woman today and moving forward? Once you can analyze those things, trust me, you will, you, before you know it, you'll just be like, oh, wow, I feel different. Or you, before you know it, you'll just realize that guys treat you different. Guys will start treating you different. They'll just start treating you different. You'll be like, damn, I remember before I couldn't even get a guy to give me $100. Now this guy giving me $1,000. This guy giving me $800. This guy's buying me a bag. This, buy, this guy's buying me phones. You get what I'm saying? You know I never tell you a lie. Hello. Someone asks, is it wrong to speak to other men while dating? If that man has did not make it official with you, like he's telling you like you're my girl or you're my wife, why would you cut yourself short? Like, a lot of women do that. Why are you being loyal to someone that's not loyal to you? Like, just think about it. Thank you for... I knew this was going to happen. Guys, hold on. What? My man didn't paint red? The lights are back on. I'm in the studio. The lights are back on. What are you talking about? The rent is paid for the year. Correction. Anyways. Okay. So, the question was, is it wrong to speak with other men while dating. So now, all right, what I was going to say was this. It's really wrong. It's wrong to give someone loyalty that is not giving you the same amount of loyalty. And I think that us women, we do that a lot. We like to, when we like someone, especially in a dating stage, um, we like to give them loyalty. Like, okay, for example, let's say he didn't even make you his girlfriend. He never said he wanted you to be his wife. He never said any of that. And all of a sudden you feel like you're giving him loyalty. You're, you're, you're literally blocking your blessings from other guys because you want to give him loyalty. And then in the end, you end up hurt when you find out that he's having sex with other women. So I feel like until a guy makes it official and he tells you like, this is what I want. Like you are what I want. Don't give him that loyalty. And I made that mistake too. Like, all other things I'm saying, I used to make that same mistake. Ooh, excuse me, in my early 20s. I made the mistake of, you know, like, I used to do this a lot. That's why when I tell you, like, guys, I'm in my late 20s. So when I tell you a lot of things I tell you, I learned a lot in my early 20s. I used to do that a lot because you, when you, I used to like guys and they never, like, in the beginning. Now, I don't want to say guys. I want to say a guy. Like, I would like this guy, like this one particular guy. I liked him so much, but he never, ever made it official. This is when I was like 22. And I gave him so much loyalty only to find out, only to find out, bitch, only to find out, bitch, this this man had a girlfriend. That shit broke my heart. It broke my heart. Yeah. We tend, I'm telling you, when you're in your early 20s, you tend to make that mistake. When you get to your late 20s and your 30s, you're not wasting time with these guys. You're like, boy, if you're not making it official, why I'm giving you loyalty? You'll, you'll just be dating around. But don't confuse dating around with sleeping around. I'm going to say this again. Don't confuse dating around with sleeping around. You don't have to sleep around with 
all the guys you talk to. Don't confuse it. So when I say dating, I'm talking about just the regular, you know, courting, things like that. Don't confuse dating with having sex. Because you don't want to be having sex with multiple guys at one time. That's how you throw off your pH. That's how you get BV. That's how you get all these sexual diseases. Because you know nowadays these men are not strapping up as they used to before. So you know how it goes. You don't even want to put yourself in that type of situation. And you shouldn't even you should not be even giving your body to a man raw if you know he's not even the one for you. If you know that he's not going to provide for you, he's not giving you money, then why would you be laying down with a man raw? And then you get mad when you you pregnant? Come on. Like let's let's stop the games. Avoid the mistakes. If you can avoid a mis- if you can avoid a mistake, avoid it. You get what I'm saying? So don't give anybody that much loyalty and access to you. When he's not showing you that he's worth your loyalty. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. I hope I'm making sense. I don't even care if someone say, oh, it's giving high, esc- it's giving, um, high class escort or it's giving prostitute or it's giving this, it's giving that. All women, have, we have a degree of loyalty. We do. We have a degree of loyalty, all of us. I don't even care if you're talking about a prostitute. Every, even a prostitute has loyalty to her pimp. Every woman has a degree of loyalty, and what we do is we misuse our loyalty. We give it to the wrong people, and then we end up hurt. So avoid that hurt. Avoid that hurt by giving your loyalty to the man that deserves it, because that's what men do. You get what I'm saying? Sorry, somebody said something? You guys know I'll be going deep. Anytime somebody asks me a question, I'll be going in. I'll be going in, 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 in the question. Wait. Ashlyn, somebody talking crap in the comments? Ashley, Ashley, you're supposed to be clearing them out. Whoever talking, kick them out. Just kick them out. I don't got time. I don't got time to be arguing with no ashy ankle boy or girl. I'm sorry. I don't got time to argue with no ashy ankle girl or boy. Before you come talking to me about anything, about whatever, make sure your ankles is oiled up. I don't got the time. I don't got the patience find it, it's always the ashy people that come talking the most it's always the ashy people talking the most you have so much to say with your mouth but your body's not even well moisturized but here you are twitter fingers twitter fingers tiktok fingers so keep it cute because ashlyn is here and ashlyn will kick anybody out okay all right, somebody, I, like, you guys, most people ask me the same thing. How do you get money out of a guy? How do you get money out of a guy? I don't want to answer that type of question because I've answered it so many times. I've answered it so many times, so many times. First of all, it's all about presentation. Like I mentioned, packaging is so important and just asking, just asking. If you try to come off as an independent woman that, oh, I don't need a man. Because you know what's funny is you may not say it with your mouth, you may not say it with your mouth, but your energy comes off like that. Trust me. You may not tell you may not directly tell a man I don't need him and I don't need you and I'm independent. But you once you have that in your mind, based off of the women that you have in your family may have showed you the same thing that oh men are trash, you need to get your own stuff, blah 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 blah. That's going to be in your energetic field. So energetically, you're naturally gonna have that energy about you. I hope you guys understand what I'm saying. I hope I'm making sense. Thank you, love. Like when you're around all when you're around women that have this this attitude of, oh, you don't need a man. Do it yourself. Go to school. Get your own this. Get your own that. You may not verbally say it to a man, but energetically you're gonna come off like that. And that's why sometimes, like, to be honest with you, when you think about it, that's why some men have issues dating boss babes. Like a, a woman that's too like 
like a woman that's an overachiever. That's why some men really do have problems dating women that are overachievers or boss babes because they may not say it with their mouth, but their energy comes off like that. It comes, it naturally comes. That's why I always tell women, like girls that I talk to, I'm like, if you have your own business, you're making your own money, you're making six figures, whatever, you don't, don't tell a man that. Don't come off like, oh, because we women, when we go on dates, we like to talk a lot about ourselves. Don't come on a date talking about, yeah, I got this business, you know, I'm doing, Make it sound something so like, yeah, you know, I'm just working on my passion. You know, I have this business that I'm running. It's not nothing crazy. Even if the man downgrades it, it's even better. Let him let him think it's nothing. But you know you cashing out because you want to cash out yours, save yours, and spend his. That's the goal. Save yours, spend his. You don't got to prove to a man, oh, yeah, well, my business is making six figures. I got this. I got that. I'm just... He can see it. He'll see it on you because if you're making that type of money and you have your own business, you're going to look like a woman of value. You're going to look good. You're going to naturally look good. So he already sees you looking good. He already could tell that you're making some kind of money. He he can tell. You get what I'm saying? So you don't need to brag and go on a date bragging like, yeah, I'm making six figures, my business, blah, 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 blah. Because naturally, what he's going to think in his mind that, okay, well, since you're making your own money, well, I'm pretty sure you're the overachiever. You're the independent woman that doesn't need a man. So cool. You're making your own money. You don't need my money. I never, I, I never, ever, ever open my mouth and tell a guy how much I make or this is what I do. Ne I never used to do that. Never, ever. Because I used to be a bartender. You know bartenders make money. I never sit there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm bartender. I make about... Never. 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 Because you could see it on me. You could see it on me. One thing about a girl, when she's getting money, you could see it on her. You could just see it. You'll see it like, oh, okay, she she got to be doing something. Even if you don't have your own business, even if, let's say, for example, you get money from men, right? You'll be like, oh, yeah, I have a little consulting firm. I have a little firm that I'm running. You know, um, I do a lot of consulting with different people about their projects. I help them organize their projects. Nothing too crazy. You see how you see how smooth that is? Even Let, let me say something. I'm a, I said this on my other episode, and I'm gonna say it now. Even if you're an OnlyFans girl, you you even if you sell pussy, you get money from men. Let's say you're just not committal, you just get money from different guys. Never ever make it always make it seem little. Be like, yeah, I have a, a little um, firm that I run that I help um, people, small businesses organize their projects, things like that. You know, nothing crazy. May, and you'd be funny, be cute. You'd be like, yeah, maybe I can help you organize a project. Maybe I can help you organize a project. You see that flirt? Y'all peep that flirt? Y'all peep that? You see how you'll be like, ooh, yeah, maybe you can help me organize my projects too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope I'm making sense. Am I making sense? I'm making sense. I'm making sense? Let me tell y'all something. That's how you get guys to do things for you. You see how I just like flirted a little bit. I just threw in that flirt. Like I just do that curve, bro. Like yeah, you know I do projects and maybe I can help you with a project. You see how I just threw that in there? That's gonna look. Look at how like seductive I look. Already you like oh damn she gonna help me with my project. Shoot maybe I need to give her a little money. You know what I'm saying? Like you see. But if you sitting there like yeah, I help small businesses with their projects. Yeah. You know, they, they pay me about about five figures. It's nothing, but, you know, they pay me, you know, I'll take care. No, just make it sound little and then flirt. Like, then throw a little flirt in there. Like, yeah, so, you know. You know what I'm saying? So he could be like, oh, okay. So you, girl, the key is save your money, spend his. Because you know us women, when we spend our own money, our body's itching. Like, our body be burning. 
<laughs> ain't nothing ain't nothing worse ain't nothing worse than dealing with a man and you have to spend your own money ain't nothing worse than that that's the worst thing ever bitch i start getting migraines i start getting migraines i start getting headache i start getting irritated bitch naturally i'm on my period now i got an attitude because why am i dealing with you and i gotta spend my own money why i'm dealing with you and i gotta spend my own money now i got an attitude <laughs> now i got an attitude he like babe what's wrong bitch you're wrong you're what's wrong you're what's wrong. Why am I with you and I'm spending my own money? That's the problem. You're the problem. Bitch, I have a headache. I got a migraine. I got a migraine. I'm opening my legs for you and you're not giving me no money. Bitch, I got a headache. <laughs> I got a headache. I got to recoup the money I spend. If I spend my own money, best to believe, let me think about, let me say something. If I spend my own money, I got to recoup the money from him. But if I'm not recouping the money from him, what are we doing? You're the problem. He's like, oh, why you always got an attitude? You're the reason why I always got an attitude. Because why I'm spending my own money? Explain. I don't care if I'm an adult. Why I'm spending my own money? Because <laughs> nah. Because nah. Bitch, I got a headache. You be around a headache. You be like, yo, I got a headache being around you. You just irritate me. Ain't no way your kitty should be getting wet for a guy that you're dealing with and you have to spend your own money. Ain't no way. I don't, I don't know how some girls do it. If you like, call, say, oh, you're a high-class high escort or whatever. How can your kitty get wet for a guy that you got to spend your own money and he's watching you spend your own money? Then he's behind you trying to hug you. Don't hug me. Don't hug me. Which one is, oh, oh yeah, babe, my babe, is, my babe get money. Don't hug me. Don't, I, you better elbow him to the face. Give him one to the chin. Give him one to the chin. guys crazy hello these guys is crazy listen you help a man make more money by spending his money you want to help you like oh my man help him make more money by spending his money if you don't spend his money somebody else will you don't spend his money somebody else will so if you're sitting there thinking oh my god i'm trying to manage and oh my god i want him to see that i make my own money you're a fool you're a fool there's no way your kitty should be getting wet for a guy that you're dating and you're laying down with and you have to spend your own money. No way. Ain't no way I'm getting horny. Like I said, bitch, I have a headache, a migraine. Babe, what's wrong? You're what's wrong. Babe, can't elbow to the chin. You better elbow him to the chin. Elbow his ass to the chin. Next question. Sorry, guys. You guys know I get into character. <laughs> I get into character. I get into character. <laughs> I get into character. Next question. Okay, how long did you, did you allow the dating phase before a relationship? I think like three months is the max. Honestly, you know when... All right, I want to say this, right? And I know this happens to all of us. All women. I know all of us is the same. When you least expect a relationship is when it usually happens. But if you're sitting there dating someone and you're putting a time stamp, time stamp on when you guys should be official, then that's not the relationship. Think about it. Am I lying? Most of the serious relationships you've ever been in the past usually just happened. It usually happened. <laughs> so, build the... <laughs> yo, no. Ashley made a... Uh, Ashley made a poll. Build a man or spend five years in prison. <laughs> you better put me in orange. You better feed me them dry ass potatoes. Because you're going to build a guy and he's going to go to the next one. 
And you know something, women are like, oh, no, no, you're supposed to. Listen, the only woman that owes a broke man loyalty is his mom. Because first of all, why are you broken? Why are you chasing women? Why do you? Why are you disrespecting me, thinking that while you're broke, I'm going to be there? That's disrespectful, and that's wasting my time. Absolute time waste. It's disrespectful. You like as a woman, you should feel offended. You should feel offended that a broke man is even coming to you, expecting that you should be loyal to him. You should feel offended. Cause what made you think that I was that girl? What made you think that I was your mom? What made you think I was your mom? That's disrespectful. See, some of y'all too nice. Some of y'all too nice. Y'all too nice. Y'all too nice. Because me, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Because as a broke man, why are you even chasing women? That, that already should be a red flag. Red flag. Because you broke. How, how are you even getting hard? How are you getting excited by women and you don't have no money? How? How? And then now we got the women that wants to build that man. Okay, now you build that man. Now once you build him, you know, you're thinking like, oh, my God, he's going to marry me. Oh, my God, he's going to be here. Checkmate. You're the fool. He's going to leave you. Now you're dry. Now you hate men. It's your fault because you're the fool. Why would you allow a broke man to come into your life and disrespect you and continuously be broke and think that it's okay to chase you while he's broke? That's disrespectful. Don't chase me while you're broke. Chase me when you got some money. Because when you have some money, as a man, you're going to be mentally okay. Don't be broke, have no money, and be chasing me. It's not giving that. You're not about to sit here and kill my vibes. Because women don't understand. They don't understand. Not only is he broke, but it's going to come with the negative energy. I don't got time for that. I don't got time for that. Go sort that out with your mom. Go stay with your mother. Your mother got time for that. Your mother can console you, hug you, rub you on your back, tell you son is going to be okay. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Leave that job to his mom. He's broke. Leave it to his mom. His mom owes him all the loyalty in the world, all the world of encouragement. You tell him, I wish you the best. I wish you the best. I'm going to that side. Hello. Hello. Because, mm-mm. This is 2024. This is 2024. 2024. You know, we back in the day when it was like early 2000s, it was cool to date a broke guy. You know, it was cool. You know, you was all shackled up. It's all love. Bitch, we got bills to pay. Bills to pay. <laughs> we got bills to pay. Bills to pay. Ain't no way you're going to be loyal to no broke man in 2024. Not with this economy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. How long should you wait for... An engagement proposal in a relationship. I mentioned, I mentioned that before. I mentioned that before. I think that you should just like go with the flow and see where his head at. Because to be honest with you, I'm just saying this for, to be honest, right? One thing that I noticed about men is they're not going to engage you until they're ready. They have to be ready. Mentally, financially, they have to be ready. If they're not ready, they're not going to do it. And that's okay. You don't have to wait around for that. You don't have to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. However, you need to start thinking to yourself, like, okay, am I even ready to be a wife? Am I even ready to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, am I ready to carry a child? Am I ready to be this guy's wife anyway? Like, think about it like that. Because we put a lot of pressure on the guy making the engagement and making the proposal. But we also, as women, got to start thinking about, are we even ready? Because you think you're ready for something and you're really not ready. 
And God will never allow something to happen at the wrong time. Always remember that. Always remember that. I'm telling you guys from experience, God will never allow something. God would never allow events that you're not ready for to happen if it's not the right time. So if he's not engaging you right now, it's probably not the right time. Maybe he's not the one. Maybe you're, not, you're just not ready. Maybe if he engaged you now, you guys probably end up not getting married at all. Just keep that in mind. Always just be patient because your time, I'm going to tell you guys all of this. Every one of you, your time will never pass you. Your time will never pass you. Whatever's meant for you will always be for you. Don't have anxiety about it. Don't rush it. Whatever's for you will be for you. Just have that in the back of your mind. Like, okay, if he's not engaging me in this amount of time, well, maybe it's not the right time. But what's for you is going to be for you. Even if it's not him that engaged you, somebody else will. Keep that in mind, okay? So don't rush, don't rush that process. I used to be just, trust me, I used to be just like that. It used to give me anxiety, rushing things. Don't rush nothing. What's for you would never pass you. Amen. Next question. Okay. <clears throat> How do you let go of people? Okay. The let go, the let go process is very, very, it's very, very tricky, right? When you're letting go of a guy, you have to, first of all, be okay with not receiving notifications. That is, I feel like that is the most traumatizing part for us women is not having attention. That, I don't even think it's the person that is hard to let go of. It's the attention. It's the idea of waking up and having someone to text you good morning and the idea of having someone to talk to. So when you can eliminate that, and say, you know what, I'm okay with not speaking to someone today. I'm okay with not having notifications. I'm okay with that. It becomes easier to let people go. I hope I'm making sense. I'm going to say it again. It's not that you are, you can't let go of the guy. You can't let go of the idea of not having attention. That's what you can't let go of. I hope I make sense. I hope I'm making sense. Because I know it makes, it just, it makes sense. It just makes sense. Think about it. Because you're so used to having someone to text. You're so used to having someone to call in the morning, you know, have someone there. So that's why you find it hard to let go. So you need to, first of all, let go of that and be okay with not having someone talk to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? When you have that in your mind where, okay, you know, I'm okay with not receiving notifications. I'm okay with not receiving attention for now. It's not forever, just for now. Then it will be easy to detach yourself from guys. It will be so easy because it's like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't care too much about, you get what I'm saying? I don't care too much about not talking to him because I'm okay with not getting attention. I'm okay with that for now. Use that time to work on yourself. I hope I'm making sense. Sorry, can I see the next question? How did I know he was the one I wanted to stay with while I was working on myself? He was my type. Like, we just match. You know, I used to say this to him in the beginning. Like, sometimes if we get into a serious argument and we're trying to make up, I could stare at him in his eyes and feel like I'm staring at myself. Like, we mirrored a lot of things that we mirrored a lot of things that we need to work on as individuals. And one thing that I love about him the most, like, let me say something. I could, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, my man is so perfect. He's just perfect. He's the perfect guy. He's not. He's not. I'm telling you, he does things that piss me off. Some, my man is like 6'2". Sometimes I jump on him and I be attacking him. <laughs> it, it be getting like that. You get what I'm saying? I'm about 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, I be jumping on him sometimes like because he be pissing me off. However, one thing that I love about him that made me want to stay with him and know that he's the one is, one, he doesn't have too much pride. 
He's willing to tell me sorry a billion times and actually change. Because you could tell me sorry right now once and I will sit there and still be upset. He can beg me for days. I love that, number one. Which means that he doesn't have too much pride. Number two, he was always willing to work on himself as an individual. It's not that he's telling me sorry and he's not changing. He'll say sorry. He'll also implement what needs to be changed for our relationship to work. That's how I knew he was the one. My previous ex that I was going to get married to before that was not like that. He had too much pride. So I already knew that wasn't going to work. And another thing too is my man supports me. Like me doing this and me talking to you guys, he supports it. Like, he just bought me iPhone 15. Now my microphone connects to my phone. He supports this. My previous guy was not supporting this. You get what I'm saying? So these, those are the three, three ways that I knew, the three reasons that I knew he was the one. Next question. Okay, how, how do you handle disagreements in marriages? Um, silence. Sometimes you have to just keep quiet. Because, you know, some, when you say something, you can't take it back. That's what I've learned because I've said, I've said a lot and I realized that sometimes when you take a little 10 minute breather, like let's say for example, it's getting too hot, like go outside, go for a walk. Like it helps. It really does help. It is not even about marriage in relationships as well. It's relationships. It's not just marriage. Like let's stop thinking marriage is one big deal. Marriage is still a relationship. It's still the same thing. It's all the same shit just with title. I look at marriage like a business. That's how I look at it. I'm going to tell you the truth. I look at marriage as a business. I look at marriage as, uh, can I build with this person? Is this person going to be, is this person the ideal person I would want to build generations with? That's how I look at marriage. I don't look at marriage as, oh, he's my husband. No, I look at it really deeply. I'm a Capricorn, so I'm very, like, calculated. I'm a very calculated person. I don't just date people just to date people. I don't just, I don't, I'm not the type of person. I'm very calculated. I always think about, okay, can I run, like, can we do business together? Can we do this? Like, because even if no matter what is the person is my friend or is he my friend? Can I like, do I, even if I don't like this person as a boyfriend or a husband, would I like them as my friend? If the answer is yes, I'm going to get married to you. Would our kids look good? Do we have the same do we have the same ideals of how we want to raise our kids? All those things are important. Very, very important. Very, very important. I'm a January Capricorn. I'm a January Capricorn. I'm January 7th. January 7th. January 7th. So I hope that makes sense, Crystal. You guys know I'll be always getting I'll be getting deep into the questions. <laughs> I'll be getting, I'll be going deep into the questions. Okay, men with kids. Let me just pick that because I was talking about kids today. Okay. First of all, if you're going to date a guy with a man with kids, you always need to look at the relationship he has with the mother of his kids. Always look at that. Are they like cool? And when I say cool, I mean like cool to the point where she's calling him and like, hey, what's up? Like cool like that? Or is it just like, okay, strictly, oh, the kid needs this and that's it. Always look at that because let me say something. The worst thing to deal with it's baby mama drama. It's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst thing to have a man that has a kid with someone else and him and the kid, the mom, they still fucking around or they talking. Nobody got time for that. So if he has kids, because nowadays it's kind of like usual. It's, I don't want to say it's usual, but it's really common for guys to have kids anyways nowadays. So you always got to look at the dynamic. Was it a mistake? Number one, because sometimes truly, truly. Men do make mistakes with women and have, and the woman just decide to keep the kid. Sometimes it really does happen like that. Or was him and the mother in a long relationship and it didn't work out? You get what I'm saying? It's two ways to look at it. So if you're going to date a guy with kids, first of all, kids is a lot. 
if he has kids with the same, like two, three kids with the same woman, then it's not a mistake. But if you have one with one, like one kid and it's with one girl or one woman, then you could, it's so many, you can ask him so many questions like, oh, did you plan it or you didn't plan it? Because if he didn't plan it, then you need to look at it to see if he's a responsible father. If he's not a responsible father, sweetie, don't think that because he's not responsible to her, he's going to be responsible to you. Just have that in your mind. First of all, check if he's responsible to the kid that he didn't want. If he is, okay, cool. Then you know that he's he's a good father. And you know that he's most likely, nine times out of ten, never going to ever sleep with her ever again. But if he has a kid with a woman that he's been in a relationship with, like he's been with her for four or five years, just know that they're probably going to be having sex sometimes. Just know. And that's where you don't want to even bother. And if he has more than one with the same exact woman, it's not a mistake. It's not a mistake. Yes, he, I just, I was just literally, I was talking about that. He, men can get trapped because a man will tell a some men, I'm telling you, like, to be honest with you, like, it happens. I'm telling you, I could tell you this straight off the bat. It happens. Sometimes a man will tell a woman to her face, I do not want to have this kid with you. And a woman will still keep it. She will still keep it. So at that point, what do you want him to do? He can't do nothing besides appreciate the kid. Because it's like, you got to take care of his... He got he to gotta carry his cross. Because if he knew he didn't want kids, he shouldn't have even had sex while unprotected. So at that point, it's like, you know what? I got to carry my cross. I didn't want this, but you know what? It is what it is. Because there are women like that that would literally keep the kid that he doesn't want. And then get mad if he's not really, you know, as friendly or happy with the woman itself. So just be careful. It's usually it's usually the man's fault. However, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to look at that dynamic first. Interracial dating. I don't think it's nothing is wrong with that. I really don't think nothing is wrong with that. I don't know why people make love about race. I don't know why. If you find love in a white man, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all, to be honest with you. It's been like I've been that was a question that I saw earlier that I've been asked multiple times about. I don't think there's nothing wrong with interracial dating. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's a lovely thing. If you find love in another race, that's okay. I don't see anything wrong with it. People make it a big deal, you know? Like, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, when I talk about men, I'm not talking about black men. I'm talking about men in general. Like, it's not about black, white. I'm not talking, oh, I'm talking about black men only. I'm talking about Asian men. I'm talking about men in general because all of them are still the same. All of them are still the same. So all of them have, like, I don't want to say they're all the same, but they have similarities. They all are similar. So I'm not talking about any, when I talk about all these dating stuff, I'm not talking about one particular race. I'm talking about general, generally. You get what I'm saying? Do you think looks, um, do you think looks matter in this generation? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know what? I said this on my, I said this on my page and I'll say it again. As a woman, a man can't look at you and say, oh my God, she has the best personality. Absolutely not. He's going to judge you based off how you carry yourself. Because how you carry yourself, it shows how you want to be treated. Because how can I treat you well if you don't carry yourself well? And secondly, when it comes to men, I don't do ugly guys. I'm sorry. You could be okay looking or you could be I, right, but I don't do ugly guys. I don't do bottom foot ugly guys. I don't do it. I don't care if you're rich or not. If you're bottom feet ugly... I'm sorry. No. No. Because why are you ugly? Because why? Because now I got to think about, damn, if you impregnate me, how our kids going to look? 
I don't got time to be thinking about that. <laughs> I don't got time to be thinking about that. I don't got time to be thinking about, oh, damn, I'm dating this bottom feet ugly man. How's our kids going to look? I don't got time for that. Now I'm taking a chance. Now it's like I'm playing the lottery. Now I'm playing the lottery now with my kid. Because now I was like, damn, is my kid going to come out cute? Is it going to come out looking like me? Or is it going to look at Kim? I don't got time to be playing lottery. I don't got time to be playing lottery with no bottom feet ugly looking man. I'm sorry. I don't care if you're rich or not. If you're bottom feet ugly, next caller. I'm sorry. You could be okay looking like you look okay, like you got some good features about you. But you bottom feet ugly, I'm sorry. Because why they made you? You know what I'm saying? So that's important. <laughs> that's very, very important. I, it's okay. Like, you know when a guy looks cute, like he's all right. Like, I don't, I don't like the too cute guy, but I like a guy that looks decent. Like, he looks, oh, he's like he's good. He's a good looking guy. He's okay. Like, but I'm talking about them bottom feet ugly guys that be rich and be acting like they so cute. Sir, even if you was a billionaire, you're still ugly. Sir, even if you a billionaire, you still ugly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're just ugly. You're just ugly. You know, you know, some guys got it, some guys don't. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel. I don't do fat guys. I don't do fat guys. You know what's funny is like I I don't think I don't think I've ever dated a fat guy. Most of the guys I date are always slim. I'm very thick. So most of the guys that I date are very slim. They're always slim. I'm very thick on the bottom. So most of them are slim. Like slim or like, you know, but I don't do fat guys because why is your belly touching me? Why is your belly touching me? And you know the funny thing about fat guys? Fat guys never, they always want to lay on their back. They always like, oh, my favorite position is cowgirl. My favorite position is cowgirl. My favorite position is cowgirl. Because your fat ass can't do nothing else. Because <laughs> your fat ass can't do nothing else. You come on missionary, you squeezing me, your stomach is on my stomach, I can't breathe. You can't do doggy for too long because you got to pick your stomach and put it on my back. Nah. <laughs> nah. It's out of pocket. Out of line. Out of line. I'm sorry. I don't do fat guys. They be like, oh, my fa- I like my girls on top. Now I got to do all the exercise because your fat ass don't want to do the exercising. Your fat ass don't want to do the exercising. Your fat ass got to be lifting. Now I got to lift your belly up before me. To- no. I'm sorry. I don't do fat guys. I don't do fat guys. <laughs> Mm-mm. 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 I don't know how y'all feel about me. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And then, you know, funny enough, is fat guys always got the smallest weenie. They have, like, the little Vian sausages. So now, like, he, he's, nah. Then he's snorting. Uh, uh, everything is moving. The bed is moving. His body's sweating. His whole body's sweating. He's sweating on his titties. His titty sweating under his stomach is sweating. Nah, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm sorry, sweetie. Mm-mm. He's sweating in his toes. You know a guy is fat when he starts sweating in between his toes. Like, sir, how did you get sweat there? How are you sweating in between your toes? Because you know sometimes guys curl up their feet and you know they move their feet sometimes when they're like getting into it. So why are you sweating in between your toes? That's how you know he's fat. Why are you sweating in between your toes? Is even sweating? You wouldn't even. Um, sweetie, you only lasted for two minutes and you sweat. Now that the whole bed is wet, now it's like we go to water bed. Nah, I'm sorry. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Mm-mm. You know, there's, you know, there's certain things you would do. Like I always say, what do you tolerate and what can you tolerate? I can't tolerate a fat guy. Then all of a sudden, woof, 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 woof. The bed, he breaking the beds and shit. Then he, the, you know, the worst thing is he's sweating in his butt crack. Not his, oh my God. 
sweating in your butt crack, like the whole room smell like ass and feet, because you sweating in your feet and your butt crack? Nah. <clears throat> nah. I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm done. There's a lot of things I could do, I could tolerate, but that is one of them. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no, girls. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, girls. Hell no. Okay, is it a turn off if you ask a man for money in talking stage? Um, talking stage, like, I consider talking stage like you're taking me on a date. If you're taking me on a few dates, bitch, we, 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 we kind of go together a little bit. So I can ask you for some money. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, you always got to gauge a guy by his tax bracket. Gauge a guy by his tax bracket. What is he willing to offer you? What can he offer you? Don't go asking a guy who's only making 4000 for $2,000. You know he's not going to give it to you. You get what I'm saying? Like... Let me retouch my lip gloss while you guys cut up in the comment section. Yes, I'm Nigerian. I am Nigerian, green, white, green. You hear my accent a little bit? They say I'm starting to get an accent. I'm losing my little New York accent. How old is too old? Oh, when he, when the person's old enough to be a grandparent. That's too old. I don't, I don't, listen, I know I talk about older men a lot. I don't do, I don't do old guys. I don't do old guys. I remember, let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all my worst. Let me tell you why I don't do the, I have a lot of advice for online dating, but let me tell y'all why I don't do online dating. I'm going to tell y'all, I have a, you know, I got a story for everything, girl. So I'm I'm pretty sure you guys know seeking arrangements, right? You know, now seeking arrangements is now like more like prostitute vibes. But when it first started, it was not like that. It it really wasn't. You know, and my... Okay, you know what? Actually, I'm stupid. Because how old was I? I think I was like 19 or so. I'm not stupid. I should have already known from the, the name Seeking Arrangements. It sh I should have known. But I was so stupid. In my mind, I was like, I was 19. You know, when you're 19, the first thing you think about is your birthday. I was like, oh, I want to get a man to pay for my birthday. Like, you know, I want to go out with my friends. For my the first... That's all you think about as a kid. Like, when you're 19, 20. Your birthday. Your birthday. Oh, I need to get my hair done, my nails. I got to pay for all of that. I like, you know what? Let me try online dating. Mind you, it's not like I come from a bad family. I come from a good background. So I don't I don't have to do that. Like, my brother had money, so I didn't have to do all of that. But you know what? Whatever. I want to try it. So this this guy, I met this guy. I think I said the story before, but I'm going to say it again because this, this story is so freaking funny. If you're from Brooklyn, New York, you know what I'm talking about. This place called Peppers. Right? It's a jerk chicken spot. For those who don't know, it's a jerk chicken spot. So I was talking to this guy on chicken arrangements or whatever. This guy packaged me so well. You get, you get what I'm saying? I was young, really young. He was like, you know, he's a head chef in this five-star cuisine restaurant. I need to come and see him. I said, okay, I'm going to come and see him or whatever. I came to see him. First of all, I should have knew that what he said wasn't adding up because, first of all, why are you staying in the basement? Why is there, it smell like socks? It smell like socks in here. Why is everything old? Why is the lights dark? I should have known, but I, I, I was 19. I didn't know no better. I didn't know no better. I was like, all right, you know, he tried to touch me. I, I, that's how I knew I didn't like older guy. That's how I knew I really didn't like, and then I, you know, the thing that, that really pissed me off too was because he was, he walked around with his shirt off. 
First of all, you walking around with your shirt off and you got a whole bunch of grays in your sh your chest. You got a whole bunch of hairs and the hairs is nappy. Now, it's different if he have hair on his chest and the hairs is like neat. You know what I'm saying? Like he comb it, he brush it, he condition it. You could tell he shower. First of all, you got beady beads on your chest. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm still trying not to judge. I'm like, you know what? Let me not judge. I'm like, you know, because again, I was 19, I was stupid. I was stupid. You think now I would ever even play that type of game? Hell no. Because first of all, if you a five-star, uh, you work in a five-star restaurant, you're the head chef, you're supposed to be sending me, you're supposed to send me a black car to come see you. You know what I'm saying? In a nice-ass hotel in the city. But no, this guy was in Brooklyn. Okay, so I ignored that. Whatever the case may be. So once I started seeing, he was making me uncomfortable. You know, older guys, sometimes, when, that's why I be telling you, so I'm telling you, most of the time, these older guys, they know what they're doing. They go after young girls because they know that they're stupid. They know. So he'll he's, first of all, number one, red flag number one, why are you walking around without no shirt? Because you already thinking I'm about to give him the cootie. That's what he's thinking already in his head. So he's like, oh, what's up, young buck? Oh, what's up? What you doing today? Oh, what's up? He's trying, first of all, his, he's spitting game and the game is dry. The game was so dry. I'm like, you know what? He's like, I, I said, you know what? You know when you're uncomfortable, you sit on your phone. I'm texting my friend. Girls, you girls know this trick. When you with a guy and you want you want to leave, but you don't know how to leave. So the first thing you do is text your friend. Like, text me. Text me that you're in an emergency. She's like, what's that? Bitch, text me. I'm like, hello. I'm like, call me. Call me back to back till I answer the phone, bitch. So, you know, you try to act like, oh, it's a random call. So what I did was I text my friend. I was like, call me, call me. So she was calling me. But the first time she called me, I didn't answer. So I was like, oh, my friend is calling me. It's nothing. She called me again. I was like, no, it's an emergency. It's an emergency. I got to answer the phone. I got to answer the phone. It's my friend. Like, this is my friend. So I was like, hello? And then I tried to make it seem like, I was like, really? What happened? Oh, my God. Are you for real? Damn. I'm coming. I'm coming right now. No, I'm coming. Yeah. Sorry. I got to go. Because she's locked at her house. And she, she need to take a shower. Like, she have a lot going on right now. I got to go open the door for her. Nobody's there. You know, nobody's at my house right now. I got to open the door. Make I make up a whole bullshit-ass excuse. Girls, you guys know what I'm talking about. I've done the same thing before. When you try to leave a guy, you got to call your friend. So, I left this house. I didn't speak to the guy again. I didn't speak to him again. But God wanted to show me that this guy was not a five-star head chef. Because that's what he told me, right? That's what he told me. First of all, like I said, red flag number one, you stay in the basement. Number two, your basement smell like socks. Number three, you're walking around the basement with, without a shirt. You got beady beads on your chest. You got some gray. You got, um, what you call it, salt and pepper going on with your chest. The shit is rough. It's not like you condition your chest. You don't even, you're not even conditioning the hair on your chest. Your shit looking rough. You might as well shave it off because it's patchy. It's, it's beady beads. Disgusting. Sec fourth thing, he he had this, like, you know how some old people, they be chewing, they have this chew to them. He was chewing, like, make, I don't know what he was chewing on, gum or chew, whatever the fuck. It was just disgusting. I had to get up out of there. Bitch, let me tell you. Guess what happened? Two weeks later, two weeks later, tell me why I went to a jerk chicken spot, right? I always go to this jerk chicken spot um, coming from the club. If you're from Brooklyn, you know this, this spot called Peppers. So I was like, you know, let me go get some jerk chicken. I'm not thinking nothing of it. Tell me why I see this man in the back cutting up chicken. Bitch, tell me why the same man that told me online, he's, he's the head chef of a five-star restaurant. Tell me why I see this man in the back cutting up chicken. Bitch, when he saw me, I know his, his heart went to his ass. His heart went, to, I was just looking like, so this is the five star? 
This is the five star. Mind you, he have a whole apron on. He like, yeah, 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 jerk chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Wow. At least you got gloves on. At least you know that. You have proper etiquette. You got gloves on. But you in the back cutting chicken. And mind you, you taking, mind you, you're not even the head chef because you cutting the chicken. So you're not even the head chef that's making, like telling, delegating. You the one cutting chicken. I was embarrassed. I, from there, I closed my profile. So you know what? I'm done with online dating. I was done. Bitch, I was done. <laughs> Bitch, I was the done done. I was done. I was like, no more online dating for me because I can't. That was when I knew that I'm not I'm not a girl for older guys. Like, I'm not the older guy type of girl. Like, when I say old, I'm talking about old, old. I can do, like, maybe a guy that's, like, 10 years, 12 years older than me. I could do that. Like, that's still decent. But I'm talking about them guys that are old, old. Like, we're talking about salt, pepper, chest. Like, sir, no. I don't got time to be explaining to you the slang. I don't got time to be explaining my sarcasm. I don't got time to understand your whack-ass sarcasm. Because, you know, they always try to act like they got some jokes. Bitch, your jokes is dry. Like, he, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It's not funny. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys. But that's why. So that was my experience with dealing with an older, older, older guy. Older, older guy. Older, older guy. From there, no. And they lie. And they like to pray. Like, them guys, they love to pray on young girls. Girls that are, like, below 25. They're always coming for you. That's why I, I be saying. If they coming for you, you better tax them. Before before you even get to start talking, start conversating. Yeah, you got five bands for me. You got two bands for me. You got a thousand dollars for me. You, you got to start taxing them. Before, immediately. Don't sit there and try. You know, young girls, you know, young girls that are, like, I'm talking about, under 25 they always try to be nice like oh yeah he's older you know he's my older guy don't be nice to them don't be nice because they're not nice to you they only care about sleeping with you that's all they care about they don't care about nothing else besides sleeping with you so if you know it's like that then you got to be greedy with them like yeah i need this straight up and he's not giving it to you next caller don't waste your time because you can't marry the old guy anyway what you gonna bring the old the guy that's 56 50 60 years old to your mom your mom gonna look at you like what you doing you couldn't get somebody close in your age? Hello. Sorry. Next question. I, I, I'm taking two more questions and I'm getting out of here. <laughs> okay. Some women say you should practice seeing through game by dating online. Date in person. Date in person. Okay, the only way... The only way you practice in game online is if you're asking guys for money. If you know how to seduce them and get money out of them. That's the only way. But you're not about to wait. What, what are you wasting your time to see how guys are playing their game? That's a time waster. You got to get paid for that. You got to get paid for that. At that point, you a tester, right? You a tester. You got to be getting paid for that. If you're not getting paid to be testing to see how guys are gaming their game, then what you doing? You're wasting your time. I don't got time to waste. Dating in New York is trash. It's, it's absolutely trash. Absolutely. And you know why? Because the women are too aggressive. The women are too aggressive. And the men are too getting soft. And the men, it's just, it's just too much going on. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so happy I got up out of there. I'm so happy. Like, so happy. How do I make him crave me? I, I said this on my last, go to my YouTube channel, Bestie Next Door. Go to my YouTube channel, Bestie Next Door. Get the guy to level up on seduction. The link is in my bio. Guys, I'm going to say this for all of y'all that's in here. You guys need to get the guide to level up in seduction. You will not regret it. It teaches you, like there's the audio part. The audio part teaches you how to be seductive. The link is in my bio. Okay. Okay. F, okay. Some of, the, my, some of my favorite books are on onesecretroom.com. 
OneSecretRoom.com has a lot of good books. It has books like How to Hypnotize a Guy, How to Make How to Trick a Guy to Spending and Spoiling, How to Ask a Man for Money, which is what I wrote, um, High Value Women Workbook, which is mine. Also, um, Guide to Being a Wife, Guide to Getting Wifed Up. Um, just go check OneSecretRoom.com. It has a lot of ebooks that are really good for tips. Like a lot of questions you guys ask me, if you go look on the um, the website, you'll find a different eBooks that would help you in that. But however, there's the high value woman audio book, which is me with my voice. And then there's the guide to level up and seduction, which is also mine, which is the ebook part and the audio part as well. But there's so many other, there's also the seven rules of dating rich men. There's so many good, so many good eBooks that are there. So many good eBooks that have a lot of good tips on there and they're not too expensive. Okay. You know what's funny? A lot of people a lot of people said that to me that they wish it was longer. But the thing is, is that I don't like I don't I like getting to the point. I just I don't know about y'all, but like me, like if somebody's telling me something, like I hate let me tell y'all, I hate those TikToks or videos that I watch and the the creator makes the video too long. Like bitch, get to the point. Bitch, get to the point. What are we watching? What am I what are you telling me? What advice are you giving me? Don't sit here and brawl me through oh you have to no, get to the point. I don't got time for that. So I'm just like that. That's how I do my things. Like anytime, like when it comes to like giving advice, if I'm giving someone advice or if I'm writing something, I don't have time to be giving you a whole bunch of garbage before I get to the point. I don't do that. That's what I'm saying. The guide to level up a seduction. There's a chapter on style. There's a chapter on passion and purpose. And they're not, even though the book is like 120 something pages, it's not that long. It's not like a, oh, empty space words it's it gets to the point every chapter gets to the point every chapter gets to the point all right this all right like for example one of the chapters is about elevator pitch right because i think it's really important as a woman you know how i just mentioned to you guys earlier about let's say if you're an only fans girl or let's say if you're a girl that just get money from men and you don't have to work how do you package that so one of the chapters teaches you how to package, like, okay, when you meet someone, what do you say? Are you going to just be like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'm going to stay at home? No, you're not going to say you're going to stay at home. You got to tell them, like, yeah, I run a firm or, yeah, I, I deal with, I'm a project manager. You get what I'm saying? Because spending men money, men that give you money and spending their money, it's a project. So you are a project manager because you got to organize, you got to make schedules on when you're going to see them. So those are the things that help you. Yes, I'm on YouTube. I'm also going to post this on YouTube as well. Those are the things that are going to... The Guide to Level Up and Seduction helps you package yourself. Like, it, t- it teaches you how to package yourself, what to wear, how to be. Even there's a, a audio part. It also includes an audio part as well on seduction. The, it's not long. It's maybe like 10 minutes long, like 10 minutes or so. Straight to the point. We don't, we don't waste time here. We get straight to the point. Okay, a man with a girl best friend. Oh, nah. If you have a man that has a girl best friend, bitch, he's fucking her. He's fucking her. I don't do the, oh, that's my best friend. I knew her since, I knew her since 1990. Date her. Date her. Because now I don't got time to be competing with no damn girl best friend. Because you know what's funny is a man is not going to want you to have a male best friend. So why should you tolerate a girl best friend? It's not giving that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because now, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, I'm just talking to my girl best friend. She told me how I... No, you was fucking her. That's what she was doing. You was dropping it in her drawers. That's how I feel about girl best friends. How to stand out among women. 
You stand out among among women by the way you carry your, yourself. And I say this, I I think I sound like a broken record when I say your car- packaging. Packaging is so important. You could be the most beautiful woman. And if you don't know how to package yourself well, like energetically and just all around, you won't stand out. You just won't stand out. So energy, that, remember how I mentioned, I don't know if you were here earlier. You know, I mentioned earlier, I mentioned that your energy is important. Even though you may not verbally say to a man, I don't need a man, I have my own money. But if you have that attitude energetically, even though you know, even though you don't say it to a man, because you have that in your mind energetically, you're going to be like that. You get what I'm saying? So everything's all about energy as well. Everything's all about energy. It's about how you carry yourself. How do you think? Do you have this prissy attitude about you? Are you, you know what I'm saying? All those things are really, really important. Visit onesecretroom.com and just like, when you have a question, like, find out which ebook you feel like you need that will help you in that. You get what I'm saying? How do you heal yourself before dating? Um... I think I mentioned this earlier, and I'm going to say this again. And after that, I'm going to take one more question, and I'm going to get out of here. First of all, you need to look at what you contributed in that relationship. Because, you know, us women, we have this issue where we don't like to hold ourselves accountable. Hold yourself accountable. What did you contribute in that relationship? Why did it not work? Even though it may be a relationship where he cheated on you and you decided to leave. Okay, even though that was the case, what happened before the cheating? How did it lead to that? What did you do to contribute to the relationship not working? Was it communication? Was it you felt like you were too high horse? Just always look at that. When you can pinpoint that and heal that, learn from that experience, heal that, become a different woman, focus more on yourself, stop thinking about, oh, I want attention. Because, you know, most times women are only only attached to men and can't let go of men only because of the attention. But when you don't care about attention anymore, it's not hard for you to, like, take a break from dating or not talk to a guy. Because to be honest with you, most of you are not even attached to the guy. You're only attached to the attention that he gives you. So if you can detach yourself from attention, you're good. So don't ever in your mind think, oh my God, I can't let go of him. No, you can let go of him. You just can't let go of the attention. You can't let go of the notifications. You can't let go of not having someone to not talk to. You can't let go of that. You can't let go of, oh, damn, I, I, I need to have someone to talk to. That's what you can't let go of. Because you can easily let go of the person because you can replace him. But in the short period of time, that silence, you can't deal with silence. That's why it's hard for you to let that person go. You just can't deal with that silent period of not having no one talking, not having someone to talk to other than your friends. That's the issue. So if you can let go of that and you can like, all right, well, I'm okay with sitting in silence and being with myself and just I enjoy my alone time trust me it's going to be so easy for you to detach detachment is going to be so easy you'll be easy you'll this guy's all right next caller oh uh, next caller. it'll be so easy it'll be so easy for you to let go of guys it'll be really really easy so let go of the attachment to attention and notifications I hope I'm making sense yes can I get an amen or you know what I'm saying like Can I get it? Okay. All right. All right. We we here. I wanted to make sure y'all was here. I wanted to make sure y'all was here. I hope I was, I was you know, I wanted to make sure I was making sense. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure I was making sense. What is worse, a cheater or an alcoholic? An alcoholic is a cheater. Right? An alcoholic is a cheater because he's not going to be rational with his decisions. 
An alcoholic is going to be a cheater. He's going to somehow cheat. Right? And he's going to blame it on the alcohol. Now, now, you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? He's going to blame it on the alcohol, and he's going to have this pity party like, oh, please help me. I need your help. I'm addicted to alcohol. Ma'am, 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 ma'am. The only person that needs to help you is your mother. That's how you need to sound like. The only person that needs to help you with your addiction is your mother. If you are addicted to alcohol, you're clearly going to be cheating. So I don't got time to be dealing with you and your, your demons, sir. Unless he's worth it. Now, see, it's a difference. I can't, I don't want to say that. I don't want to, I don't want you guys to confuse it because some guys, you know, that they're not like that. And it just so happened like it's a short period of time where there's guys that you met are alcoholics and you didn't know he was an alcoholic and you just was blinded to it. You get what I'm saying? It's different. It's a difference. Sometimes you'll meet a guy and he may not, he may just have some type. Because to be honest with you, you know what I've noticed about men? You know what? We women are gifted. We're gifted with intuition, right? We're gifted with intuition. We're gifted with protecting our spirit. We're gifted with knowing what's wrong and knowing what's right. Men have an issue with demons. Demons, demons enter their body so fast. Demons can enter their body so fast. So they battle a lot. They battle a lot. That's why men really need women. Like, they need us. They really do need us. Like, we, you know how some men be like, oh, we don't need... No, men need women because we are intuitive. We are like angels. Like, we just... Like, we're so pure. We're so pure. We are very, very pure. But men, they are always battling some damn demons. I, I kid you not. That's what I realized. I started, I started thinking about it. When I started analyzing men, I'm like, you know what? Damn, y'all be really battling a lot of shit. Y'all battle a lot of shit. Y'all battle a lot of shit because there's so much temptation around them. It's so much temptation around. Just think about what I'm saying. It's so much temptation around them. So much. It, the Instagram with the girls. It's so much sex, drugs, everything around. It's so much temptation. We don't have that temptation because we're the ones that's selling. I hope I'm making sense. We are the ones that are selling. So we don't have that much temptation. We don't because we are the ones that are selling it, right? So they have a lot, a lot going on. All right, I like this question. Would you, would y'all date a gamer? Um, guys, what I just said did it make sense? Was that making sense? Yes. I hope what I said just made sense. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay. A gamer is someone, someone asks, would you date a gamer? A gamer is a guy that played video games consistently. Like, he's addicted to game. I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Ain't no way. I mean, I can deal with a guy that played games, but a gamer is different from a guy who play games. Because, bitch, you're going to be playing games. You're you going to be gaming, playing games. You're going to be playing games, and you're going to be playing games with my heart. I'm sorry. Nah, I'm joking. He ain't going to play games with your heart, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. I ain't got time for it. You playing games, and now you playing games with my heart. Now I got to beat your ass. Now I got to beat your ass. <laughs> I'm not dating. Uh... I'm not dating. Uh... Well, I speak from experience. I speak from experience. 
Oh, you see, TikTok is telling me to take a break. That bitch. That means I've been to- I've been entertaining y'all for a long, long time. So what? I'm trying to understand where the gifts at. Like y'all supposed to be gifting, 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 gifting. Like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for the heart. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the finger heart. Cause ain't no, you know what's funny about a gamer is this. If you have so much time, you gotta thank you for the GG. Gang, 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 gang. <laughs> I'm thinking about the uh, pinky dog. Gang, 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 gang. Okay. You know what's funny is if a guy is spending so much time on a game and he's not making no money. Like, you know, there's guys that really make a lot of money. Thank you for the ice cream. You know, there's, a, there's guys that make a lot of money playing games where there's guys that play games for free. You're playing games for free. Sir, sir, who's paying the bills? No, nah, wait. No, 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 no. Think of, no, ladies, think about this. You're dating a guy that's a gamer, and he's not getting paid. He's not making no money. So who's paying the bills? Who's paying the bills? Is it his mom? Is it you? Who's paying the bills? You got to ask yourself, who's paying the goddamn bills? Because you going to work. You, you sitting there, you sitting there yelling at him about playing the games, but you coming back from work, he's still in the game. He got the whole house smell like balls and feet. He's asking you what's for dinner, and you sitting there still going to cook for him? Nah. Who paying the bills? Because it damn sure ain't going to be me. Take your, take your PS5, take your controllers, take your little headset, take your dirty drawers, take your sweaty socks, take your little game chair, take your little laptop, and, and go to your mom's house. Your mom is the only person that's going to accept you as a gamer. You want to play games? Go play games in her house for free. But you're not finna play games here. If you're not renting, if you're not renting out the house, you're not finna play games here. I know that's right. How can I use the time at my family house to be a better person? I really want to live alone. Okay, I love this question. If you are young, enjoy staying with your family. I know it's hard because you know what? Family do have a a huge impact on the decisions you make sometimes, and that's okay. However, you have to understand, you have to learn how to silence out the noise. If you are trying to make certain decisions that your family don't agree with, you have to be okay with knowing that it's their opinion versus what you're going to do. You can hear their opinion, but it doesn't mean you have to follow it. Now, take that time to really strategize on who you want to be, and what you want to do. Because remember, you're staying in your family house for free. So why would you want to figure that out and have to pay bills? It don't make sense. It's like you're paying to think. Why would you want to pay to think? You get what I'm saying? Like, just think about it. You want to, you, I know you want to leave their house, but you don't want to pay to think. You don't want to pay to think. So you have to be like, okay, you know what? They're, all they're talking is cute, but I don't care. I don't care about what they're saying. I don't have time for what they're saying because I'm going to do what I want to do. And you have to understand that you don't need you. You don't owe them that access because that's something that a lot of us are guilty of. We feel like we owe our family access. You don't owe your family access. Just like how men, you don't owe all the men access. You don't owe your family access as well. You don't. You get what I'm saying? So if they're saying things you don't like, simply walk away. Simply don't answer the call. Simply tell them, oh, I'm going to call you back. If you know that their thought or whatever they're going to say is going to distract you or make you second guess your own decision, simply tell them, I'm going to call you back. 
or don't listen. If if they're in your face, walk away and say, okay, yeah, I got something to do. Cut them off and go. You don't owe them that attention. You don't owe them that access. Don't ever feel like that. Because I used to feel like that too. I used to feel like that too. And when you do feel like that, it has a way of influence you in a negative way. So don't owe, don't, you don't owe nobody that access to you. That's the best advice I can give you. I hope that, I hope I'm making sense. I hope I'll be making sense. It's, I don't like to leave on, I don't want it to die down. I like to leave you guys on a high note so you guys can come back to my live. So I'm going to end you guys here. Um, you know, I post this episodes and these lives on YouTube and I also post the audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for staying here with me. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, thank you for listening to the whole audio. If you're watching on YouTube, I'm pretty sure you enjoyed some laughs. Thank you for watching. Guys, you know the rest. Until we meet again.